Today, the Betcha Sub podcast is sponsored by European Wax Center's Axe, the Pink Tax Campaign. The Pink Tax is an extra amount of money women are charged every year for basic goods and services. Boo! Just for being a woman. Yeah, that is for real. Ugh. European Wax Center is known for empowering confident women, and now they're giving back women the tools to claim their worth and take back what's theirs. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love that like we're fixing it. Now you know. See for yourself at axthepinktax.com. Hello and welcome to the Betcha Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Yes, it is. Today, we are talking about Donald Trump, the vibrant young man. The NRA and the shitty week they're having. And how many times Trump has lied in office. The results will surprise you. <laughs> Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hello. Hello. Elise, it's so good to see you. It's great to see you too. Yeah. Should we just dive right into the news today? We I'm, should dive. I'm feeling a dive. I'm feeling a dive. Great. Yes. Um, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? So the other day, mm-hmm. <laughs> Trump said something crazy. Um, wow. <laughs> can you believe yeah, it? I can't believe it. Um, it's a little crazier than usual. I mean, it's, it's just insane i think we just have to play it for yeah. you yeah okay. all right well i think that uh i just feel like a young man i'm so young i can't believe it i'm the youngest person i am a young vibrant man i look at joe i don't know about him i don't know Is he too old? all right so vibrant young man he's the youngest person <laughs> He's we like I'm we're like two steps from having a doctor come out and just be like, no, he's the youngest person to ever be president. And we're all just like, what? And he's like, no, he is right. Like the right. That's why I was like, okay, the fact that he's like saying this, like, what the fuck? Like, this literally sounds like a person with dementia. Like he has a medical condition. Part of me wonders if this is kind of similar to the um what is it? Martha's, not Martha's Vineyard. I always, the, George Washington's house. Oh, yeah. George Washington's house, whose name I know, and it's not Martha's Vineyard. Martha it's Washington. It's Mount Vernon. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, it took me a second to get there. The Mount Vernon thing where it's like, are you joking, maybe? Uh, no, I think, sometimes I do think he is joking or mm-hmm. he thinks he's joking, but in this situation, I don't think he was joking. I think this is words just flying out. Yeah, I do. I do think that, what he like sees himself as is very different than how people actually see him. Oh yeah. I mean, you can see that by his hair. Yes. I mean, this is, this is all, but I mean, this was all in service of going in on Biden who's 76 and just announced his presidential bid on Thursday. Um, He's like, I look at Joe. I don't know about him. I don't know, but he doesn't call him like too old. Too old. I guess he knows enough that he can't, like actually go after someone for being too old. So he'll probably say like, I could see him saying stuff after, out about Bernie being like some, some of the stuff he did about Hillary being like, she doesn't have stamina. Like, like you don't have stamina. You take a golf cart everywhere. Yeah, exactly. You're also legally, like, legally morbidly obese. Yeah. And you eat 
the worst food of anyone. I mean, that said, though, he's still kicking and he's still doing what like well, he has the best genes. True. I mean, he he said um, he was talking about the other candidates in the in the Democratic primary. And he's mm-hmm. like, but I know they're all making me look very young, both in terms of age. And I think in terms of energy, I think people know that better than anybody. I will say that I do think that he has energy no, i think doesn't. it's a dark energy like when he's like talking he's like you know he has like a, he's got a lot going on he's vibrating at kind of a high frequency i feel okay i guess i see which he's not like lethargic seeming yeah but like he is lethargic because think about like when you see him doing those like comments like he literally that's like the one minute he's standing for like he doesn't that's true he has reserved all of his energy for that moment you know what he's living off of mm. he's living off of the praise of the racist yes. fuckheads i mean follow him look at him at, at those rallies you see his like i mean he's he's the happiest he's the happiest any of us ever see him is when he is at the those rallies. fucking rallies right because he's feeding off of the racism yeah and the the hats and the well that's what he wanted that's what he likes he likes campaigning he likes going to rallies for people about him he, he likes when people cheer for yeah. him so he should just start a one-man show on broadway yes and just do that if only you know what we should do yeah or I wish someone else would do maybe like Hope Hicks can help us mm-hmm. or something. I feel like she'd be a good yes. person. Like almost as if there was like a sh- like open Trump on Broadway. Yeah. And then that becomes what he think he thinks that's the presidency, but it's actually just a nightly yes. performance. I feel like that isn't that it could, be, it could be different every night. We don't need a script. It was like that was almost the premise of the president show on Comedy Central. It was that like Trump was hosting a late night show every night right that's President like what he's sh- not here anymore but like i oh. wish that that was like what it was like instead of him doing the president yeah. stuff like they could convince him that he was still the president but that he's actually just like going like what if he's we actually could channel doing. some of his energy his into his some- vibrant energy into some other endeavor exactly i do wish that maybe a that producer had approached him to do a one-man show because then none of this would have happened because he would have been very happy he would have gotten big crowds in new york it would have been, you know, he would have made his money. Well, now he will get no crowds in New York. Yeah. So this isn't going to work. Now he's he's going to have to put this Broadway show somewhere in like, I don't know, Arkansas. Yeah, exactly. Now it'll be a whole other thing. Yes. Elise, what is getting you through this week in Trump's America? Okay. Um, so this kind of ties in nicely to your um, your thing uh, and his statement that he is a vibrant young man. Uh, the Washington Post tallied all of Trump's lies since becoming cre- president. He has reportedly lied 10,000 times since entering office. Which seems low to me based on the fact that I have not heard him say anything truthful before. Well, I feel like last time they did this tally, it was like a few months ago when he was only at like three or four thousand. So it's really ramped up. That's well, what I'm he saying. has been having some really intense days on Whoppers. Twitter. Huge, crazy he's days on Twitter. He's putting serious numbers on the boards right yes, now. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's... I was going to make a sports reference and then I realized like I don't know anything. You don't know any sports Like I'm sure that there is a sport. He's putting he's putting points. He's in shooting the, from in the, the bucket free, from the free throw line. He's sinking sinking Shots. touchdowns and there there's a sports metaphor that exists there that I'm just not getting. He's um, hitting it out of the park. Yes. He is hitting it out of the park. Yes. Um, so that's 23 lies a day on average wow. for the last 7 months. 
Wow. I think the and those are only the ones that we like. Those aren't even counting his just like day to day private things where he's like, oh, Don Jr., I love you. I mean, when you. Th- <laughs> no, no, he would never say that to Don Jr. Not even as a no, lie. No, he wouldn't even say it because he was like, oh, you know what? Don's having a bad day today. I'll tell him a little white lie. No, he, he wouldn't even never. do that. No, he. Here's the thing. Like the that number, like it sounds almost clownish. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever, like if you think about like, think in your head and audience, you can do this too. How many times do you think you lie per day? Like I would say between zero and one, if I'm having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it depends on what we're like counting, but yeah, I mean, I, it's definitely not 23. I'm not saying I'm the world's most truthful person. I feel like even when I lie, it's like not multiple times a day. And yeah. I also feel like I can't really lie because it's like all over my face. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like, great at it. Yeah. You're not. I can tell you like you're not a good liar. <laughs> I'm just not like, I could see I get you just anxious. sort of panicking. Yeah. I agree. I kind of panic. Yeah. And like, I'm like, Oh my God. Like I I'm lying. I'm lying like everyone knows (laughs) and it's like I have so much anxiety over small lies that I've told where I'm like oh what if they find out by some crazy mechanism I'm like oh I can't I have a thing tonight I can't go out and then like actually I'm at home I'm like oh my god what if they find out that I'm at home like a lie that hurts no one oh like an I oh I have to cancel I have a migraine that's a lie I'll throw out that's a lie yeah see (laughs) those are one that's like kind of the realm that I feel like I'm existing in not that I've never told bigger or worse lies but I'm saying as far as my day-to-day lie count it's more of the I have a migraine yeah I can't do that yeah and it's like I I think think back to like lies that I told in my childhood and I'm like still petrified. Of oh my God. <laughs> I one time told, um, th- and this is, I feel like is a, is a Donald Trump level lie. I one time told all of my friends that Britney Spears was going to come pick me up in a limo on my birthday. That's so funny. And everyone was like, where is she? And I was like, Oh my God. Like looking at my, she got the wrong address. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. You guys should probably just get on your bus. I'll just wait here. Um, she's probably going to, she probably can't get in because all the buses are still here. So maybe like, if you guys get out. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <sighs> speaking of that, um, this is just a quick tangent. Jordana's brother once played a, an April fool's joke mm-hmm. on her sister, Chira, who mm-hmm. you know, and sent her an email on april fool's day like you've won like this special thing to meet britney spears like britney is gonna like meet you all you have to do is answer these questions and then the questions were like why do you want to meet britney like if you could give your first child to britney like would you <laughs> and like she believed it like she fully oh my thought god that's yeah. a good April Fool's. That's a that's a good brother on sisters April Fool's prank. Right. I support that. Yeah, exactly. All right, should we get into the news of the week? Yes. Awesome. Today, the Betcha Up podcast is sponsored by European Wax Center's Axe the Pink Tax campaign. The pink tax is the extra amount of money women are charged every year for basic goods and services. And that shit adds up to $1,351 every freaking year. Yeah, for real. I could be so rich. Yes. Pink Tax is charging women more money on everything from baby bottles to canes. That doesn't just stop there. It's toys, personal care products, clothes, dry cleaning. Yes, even dry cleaning. Yes, dry cleaning. Women are actually being charged more for dry cleaning than men, sometimes for bringing in the exact same shirt. Yeah, that's really absurd. European Wax Center is known for empowering confident women, and now they're giving them the tools to claim their worth and take back what's there. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but I love that we're fixing it. And now you know. See for yourself at axthepinktax.com. 
All right. I'm very excited about our main news story today. Me too. Um, because it's about the NRA. And they're the worst. And they're the worst. And bad things are happening to them. Bad things happening to bad people. Bad. How often do you hear about that? <laughs> I know, exactly. Usually it's just like, oh no, something terrible has happened. But now it's, oh no, oh yes, something terrible has happened to someone very bad. Yes. So, the NRA. Um, so there are like two, there's a bunch of stuff that happened this weekend, starting with uh, Colonel Oliver North, who has been the president of the NRA. Responsible for the Iran-Contra deal. So Convicted. this is like, yeah, this is, this guy's like been pretty fucked up and Sarah Kenzier says this all the time that she's like, everyone acts like these people in the Trump administration are like these secret new people who are like suddenly popping up. She's like, no, these people have been around for decades fucking yeah. shit up for us and the fact that they were not held accountable for their past crimes in like a significant way and weren't like kicked out of politics altogether, they are still wreaking yes. havoc. Oliver North was convicted during the Iran-Contra affair. Like he's like a he's convicted, the guy who did the, he's, the he's, affair. Yeah, he's the he's the point person on the affair. So. And, and here, if you want to know something about both the NRA and Oliver North, they made him their president. Yes, exactly. So he is the president, but they also have and you you might be familiar with him. They also have the CEO Wayne Lapierre. He's a dick. Who, he he's a literal white walker. Like he's actually the night king here yeah, on this earth, offering thoughts and prayers. Yeah, exactly. Just like like raising the dead anyway um so we can go into that <laughs> yeah that that metaphor can go on for a while um so basically there has been there were like internal struggles between la pierre and oliver north and they have money problems yes so it's like two things have been going on but it's all rooted in the money problems yeah so i guess Oliver North resigned this weekend um, and he had someone read a letter during the NRA convention like to, to the attendees. So like we have a clip of it and just know this is not Oliver North reading it. This is someone else reading his letter, letting them know that he's not going to run for a second term because of his beef with Wayne LaPierre. So I'm going to play that clip right now. After resuming office as NRA president in September of 2018, I was confronted by NRA board members and donors who expressed concern about the amount of money the NRA was paying to the Brewer Law Firm. Many times, How I and others law? tried to irreniate, er 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 anyway, <laughs> outside independent office of these matters. We were rebuffed repeatedly. Then, without notice to the board, NRA filed a lawsuit against Ackerman Queen addition a series of articles in the New Yorker, the Wall Street Journal, and the New York Times were alleged of financial mismanagement by senior NRA officers. If true, the NRA nonprofit status is threatened. So basically what we're hearing there is like Oliver North is president. He starts realize, according to him, he starts realizing there's all these like shady financial things going on. Shocker. Shocking. The NRA, they're bad. So then, according to Wayne LaPierre, he then started like pressuring Wayne LaPierre to resign. And according to LaPierre, LaPierre says that Oliver North tried to extort him, which like maybe Oliver North did a grand contra. So maybe, like, I don't think. 
I don't put anything like past he's not great. him. He's not great. Um, so basically, there was like this power struggle where North wanted to oust LaPierre and LaPierre was like, hell no, you're not going to get me out of here. There was an internal struggle. North loses. He then shows up at the NRA convention and publicly accuses LaPierre of mismanaging the funds, at which point the next day, New York Attorney General Letitia James says that she is opening an investigation into the NRA's finances. This is amazing. And basically she's challenging their nonprofit status. So she's going to look into how they've been using their money and if they've been mismanaging it, which it seems like they have. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed that they were shady? She could potentially lead to them losing their nonprofit status, which like the NRA's power is so tied to its money yeah, it that is it's what it. it is. That's the NRA. It all comes from the money because basically the NRA's whole thing is that they pay to run ads and oust people who are anti-gun. Yes. Who and and by anti-gun I mean anyone who wants any sort of semblance of a protection. Yes. On the types of person or conditions under which one can buy a gun. I mean, again, we talked about this on maybe like last podcast or two podcasts ago, but they're currently protesting the NRA is against the reauthorization of the Violence Against Women Act because there's a provision in that that makes it so that a convicted abuser of women, so someone who has been charged with, like, convicted of domestic violence, someone who's a stalker, they can't get a gun. And the NRA is against that, even though intimate partner violence is one of, like, the number one things that women face in this country. And... Most of the women who get shot are shot by some crazy fucking guy in their family. Yeah. Like it's all okay. Yeah. So it's like literally they want these women to be able to be killed by saying that these people can still have guns. Elise, like it's just, you know, it's the second amendment. Like we can't really do anything about it. Like, I don't know. I didn't write the constitution. Like like they wanted us to have guns. Like the founding fathers, you're disrespecting the dead founding fathers wishes. If you do not let any abusive stalker have full and fair access to machine guns and assault rifles so they can build up their own arsenal and protect the founding fathers wishes. Yeah. I mean, the founding fathers, the main thing that they wanted is for stalkers to have guns. Yeah. That's just one of their big priorities when they were starting this country. You know, it says it right there in the Constitution. Yes. They shall form a well-regulated militia of convicted people <laughs> who are stalkers and have whatever gun they want. It's it's also, I mean, it's interesting to see the NRA going through this when, of course, also this weekend, there was another shooting at a synagogue. One woman was killed. Uh, three people were injured, including the rabbi. And this person had... Obviously, it's like a white they dude were, with a they manifesto. Were, they were a white, it was a white supremacist guy who was said he was inspired by the New Zealand shootings and by the Pittsburgh shootings yeah. in the synagogue last year. And I do want to say that I feel like the last few big shootings have been in places of worship. Yes. There have been a lot of attacks on places of worship well, as also, the latest kind of round, yes. which is like, oh, honestly even scarier than a shooting in like a mall. Yes, and there have been... Um, a bunch of black churches in the South have been burned. getting burned down. So it's like, and I feel like we don't even hear about those things. So yeah, I mean this idea, it's now in the zeitgeist to attack places of worship. That's where the fuck we're at now. Um, yeah. This guy apparently posted a manifesto online, which I think at this point, like 
we're done with manifestos. I think anyone who has a manifesto at this point, look, if you have suspicious. a manifesto, like relax, like yeah. stop. No they, one gives a shit about what you have to say. You obviously can't get a book deal, so like they have. I'm sorry, like first no one of all, wants to hear it. No one has the attention span for a manifesto. That's just not where we're at in 2019. No, we need tweets. Second of all. Hey, there are a couple Manifest tweets. Yes, there have been a couple good manifestos out there, but I feel like this is one of those things where now bad people have co-opted the manifesto. Yeah. We're not doing the manifesto anymore. Yeah. We're doing a medium post that's maybe like 1500 words at best. Yeah. We're doing a tweet thread. We're not We're not doing We're a done manifesto. with the manifesto. We're also not doing a video that will be distributed via YouTube yeah. and Facebook even though those companies don't seem to give no, a they shit don't care. about monitoring that. Um so Trump had something to say <laughs> about the Great. uh the NRA situation and yes. we'll play it for you. With all of the resignations of bad apples, they're bad apples. They tried for a coup, didn't work out so well. What is there to cheer about? And I didn't need a gun for that one, did I? What does that even mean? He's saying... Like, I'm taking a shot. Yeah. I took a shot without a gun. I think that's what he's saying. Okay. It's funny. He's, like, calling it a coup. He also called the Mueller report a coup. Like, it was an attempted coup. I think that he just... It's an investigation appointed by law enforcement, which is generally how things work, Mr. Law and Order candidate. Yeah, I mean... He's, I do think he gets like little buzzwords and his new buzzword is coup. And so everything's going to be a coup now. Like yeah. he's going to be like, coup sounds fun. I like that one. Um, that was at his rally in Wisconsin where he said just a bunch of crazy shit. I know. Yeah. Which actually brings us to our one more thing. Wait, wait, wait. Go Should back, we go, go back? back. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing is that he accused uh, Letitia James, who's the New York attorney general, who's now investigating the situation. He accused them of illegally investigating the NRA and said that the organization is under siege. I mean, let me tell you, if there's one organization that really just has it rough in this country, they just really can't catch yeah. a break. It's the NRA. Yeah, they have. They've had such a tough time getting every single thing that they've ever wanted and blocking every single thing that they've ever not wanted. It's, it's really, really hard. And, you know, when especially Especially when they're trying, you know, with such a great deep purpose yeah. for, you know, life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Like, you know, it's just a shame. L- I was just thinking Donald Trump really needs to change his Twitter picture. He's had the same fucking things. I know. He should do like a candid. I think he probably can't get a better picture because yeah. he like has gained weight. He does just really like that picture. I feel like he uses that one for a lot of thinks, things. Right. I he think, likes the angry face. I think he thinks he looks good and he knows that his jowls have sunk yeah. since he took that picture. So he's not going to get a better one. Yes. Donald Trump is absolutely the guy who sends you like 10 year old photos on a dating app. Like oh, if yeah. he was like if he was on an app, he would absolutely be sending you pictures from like spring break 1984 or some oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and I just want to I just want to touch on one yeah. more piece of N- N- of NRA tangential tra- drama. Maria Butina, remember her? Uh, Maria Butina. She just got sentenced to 18 months for conspiring with a Russian official to get access to the NRA. And the whole the whole thing with her was that she was trying to embed herself with the NRA to get access to Republican politicians so mm-hmm. that she could then advance Russia's interests. So, again, like, I know that this isn't even, like, the main point of this story, but, like, the NRA is a big mechanism for 
the Russians yes. that they chose for some reason they picked that organization of all of them to use that as like their access point to the Republican Party and I can't imagine why yeah um and another thing is just like Letitia James who's the New York Attorney General she ran on like coming for the NRA this is what she has been hoping I to do that. she has one quote where she was saying like they masquerade as a nonprofit, but really they're a terrorist organization and it's like oh Ooh. damn Letitia tell us how you Put really that on fucking, a fucking feel. building exactly like <laughs> carve that into the Statue of Liberty so she is coming for them hard she's I like been, a woman with a purpose exactly so we'll keep an eye on this but it's you know, it's just it'll it would be lovely to see them just collapse from the inside out. Is Letitia James the new hero? Yes, I think so. We got to we got to elevate her. Yeah, we're elevating her. I think that she needs to be on the heroes list. I think Trisha Newbold, the like whistleblower about the security clearances, she should be on the heroes list. There's also a woman in the Treasury who blew the whistle on um the fact that that I can't I, I don't want to misspeak and say who it was but there were organizations that got access to like very important treasury mm -hmm. things and it's all related to like the russia stuff yeah i will i'll look into that to get the details i really just don't want to misspeak yeah um but there's something that happened there that there was someone who blew the whistle and she ended up getting like arrested who run the world girls oh. <laughs> i was like arrested people yeah yeah who run the world arrested people but actually you, sort of yes if you listen to gaslit nation Yes. They just have all the fucking tea that you'll never hear anywhere else. So, um, yeah, well, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, fuck the NRA. Yeah. If they go down, they go down and that's just fine by me. Yeah. No, I, I would love that. We, we have stickers that say fuck the NRA. Yeah. Which you can actually get if you subscribe to the Betches Sup email and then you refer one friend, you get a sticker sheet. Mm -hmm. Go to referral.betches.com to sign up for that program. Then get your unique link. Refer one friend. You will get a sticker sheet that says fuck the NRA on it. Yeah. Which is and then and soon if the NRA goes down, then it'll be like a vintage sticker. Like your kids will be like, what's the NRA? And you'll be like, back in my day. They were terrorist there, organizations. Yeah, there was a terrorist organization. All right. Should that take us to one more thing? Yes. Um, speaking of Donald Trump's statements in Wisconsin this weekend. Uh, he said a bunch of crazy things at a rally. It's kind of interesting. He went to Wisconsin. Joe Biden went to Pennsylvania. They're both trying to win over these the swing voter. These people. The elusive swing voter. Yes. Donald Trump is trying to keep Wisconsin and Pennsylvania. Joe Biden and the Democrats trying to win it back. Here is just a little piece of Donald Trump's speech. Um, which will give you like a little bit of flavor of what he's trying to do to win back Wisconsin. Born alive. Born alive. The baby is born. The mother meets with the doctor. They take care of the baby. They wrap the baby beautifully. And then the doctor and the mother determine whether or not they will execute the baby. I don't think so. <laughs> Incredible. No, it's incredible. Until this crazy man in Virginia said it, nobody even thought of that, right? Did anyone even think of that? You hear late term. But this is where the baby is actually born. It came out. It's there. It's wrapped. And that's it. It's like a demented children's book. So first of all... The baby is born. The baby and the mother meet. Then the mother smothers the baby. That's never happened. Time. Like the thing that he just described is not something that happened. It's loosely based on a gaffe from <laughs> Virginia's blackface governor. 
<laughs> Ralph Northam, who is a doctor, and he, I can't remember the exact quote, and I don't have it in front of me, but he said something that now has been twisted and turned into him saying that babies are killed after they have been born, which is... This is a regular talking point if you listen to Fox News. That They li- literally say that they're, you're execute like, they basically are making it like people are having babies and then deciding if they want to keep them or kill them. There is nowhere... In the United States, where, that's where it is legal to kill a baby that just was born. That's not fucking happening. In places where late-term abortions are allowed, it is because there has been a serious medical situation. A lot of times that fetus is not viable. A lot of times the mother's life is at risk if she were to deliver this baby. The baby, there's no chance that the baby's going to be born alive. Like, if you listen to the women who actually have to make the decision to have, like, a third trimester abortion, it's never, like... Traumatic. It's, it's never, like, you know what? I'm I just got not in to, the mood. I got to month eight, and I decided, like... We can't afford no. it. Yeah, and then I decided, like, I actually wanted to use the nursery as sort of, like, a meditation space. <laughs> and so I think that I'm going to get an abortion. Like, that's not happening it's always like a very wanted child that something terrible has happened it's a painful decision and yeah here's why this is painful in in multiple ways one is that that's actually what happens when they're usually when there is a late-term abortion or something even mid, like before late term like, yeah like this kind there of thing of happens reasons to many have abortions abortion. happen that are not like for kicks as yeah. as a conservative might put it yeah second thing is that people kill abortion doctors they bomb abortion clinics yes. so what he's doing is he's literally as usual fucking putting people in danger because of his like he wants an applause yeah because he wants his one-man show to be successful and it's just it's sick it's really sick he puts people in danger this yeah. is like how you have all these journalists on kill lists from white supremacists because yeah. he stokes the fire and calls them the enemy of the people yeah when the president calls someone an enemy those people who don't who aren't aware of his complete delusional malignant narcissism and they believe him. They think that that means that the press is literally an enemy, like an ISIS level enemy. Yeah. I mean, it's very disturbing to see that's where he's going with this. Um, What, where else is he going to go? He doesn't like, he doesn't, Look, this is a man who's clearly very unloved as a child and now is doing everything he possibly can to take the pain and deep, deep insecurity he has inside and put it onto other people and yeah. put them in danger. And if you know what? If my parents won't give me any attention, I'll separate kids from their parents. Yeah, honestly, it, uh, it's so crazy that like we're a human being like this exists. Yeah. yeah, that a human being like this exists and that we're all like the guinea pigs of him working out his like all of his like inherited trauma and all of his crazy shit. Like we, because he hasn't gotten a good enough therapist. Now we all have to like be a and part also of also because the Russians, it's in their yeah. interest to have him be the president, yeah. which is why he got elected. Cause he's not a legitimate president. Nope. And I'm happy to say it right here, yeah. right now. <laughs> like I have no, yeah, it's, I know it's crazy to me in like a perfect world. I'm, but it's like, we're not but like in a perfect world i feel like when they're like oh there was russian interference in the election that should trigger like an automatic like we have to do another election now like there should be like a law that's like oh a foreign power was found to have influenced this one so like now we have to do it again yeah but the thing is that no one was like no one would ever 
pounding on that. Yeah, because the pre- people in power are the ones who won, so they don't want to have a redo election because they're not going to win if they do the redo election. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes I just want to like say to like Democrats and like I know this is probably not like the best thing for you know like the sake of the moral mm-hmm. high ground is like what would Mitch McConnell do? Fight that hard. Yeah. Like I literally want to like say that like fight as hard as Mitch McConnell will fight. Fight as dirty as he would fight. Change the rules if you have to. This is like the whole democracy at stake because of this psychopath. And they're still like, oh, well, you know, the process, the whatever. They're all afraid. Yeah, like, I go very like with this back impeachment and forth with that thing, too. I go back and forth on impeachment a lot. But then I'm like, you know what? It's for the greater good. Yeah. That's how Mitch McConnell justifies it. Yeah, I mean, I think that too. I'm always like, we need to do the thing. Like, like, I don't know if the Democrats get back in power, are we going to keep the filibuster in a way that it's like, you know, no bills are going to get passed because Mitch McConnell wouldn't keep it. You know what I mean? Like Mitch McConnell would do anything. Yeah, but then we should like, do anything. <sighs> Here's the thing. We should do anything. If if one side's willing to do absolutely anything and one side is willing to play by the rules, then the side that is playing by the rules is the side that gets fucked. I know. And let's be honest. The side that wants to play by the rules is the side that, at least right now, before, you know, good 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 people become corrupted too when they get power but like this is the side that actually wants to do things to help people to help marginalized groups to help minorities to help different people who are who are less fortunate than literally the only people who the republicans are looking out for is rich old white men yeah. who ha- already control everything yeah they're, like they're already fine right like they already are fine they're trying desperately to hang on to that at the expense of literally everybody else. So it's I know. like, okay, maybe you like do some things that are not like, you know, everyone doesn't agree on that they're the right thing to do. Like just fucking do it. Get that shit done and get this man out. And yeah. Yeah. I honestly, there's like parts of me that are like, but what about the flag and the and the America and all that stuff? And then I'm like, but what if, we what, have so much damage that we have to undo right now. Like, yeah. Like what has happened? Like the system is so broken that it's like coming back in and reshuffling the rules and like doing all these things. Like we need to because the system, it broke. We it's collapsed. We need to do a lot of shit that is going to get it back like to where it needs to be. And we kind of need to be in like emergency mode a little bit. Yeah. And emergency mode means. No half measures. No half measures. No half measures. Yeah. No more. No more of this hand wringing. Like the should we do this? Should we do this? Let's never do anything. No, no. Fucking subpoena the guy. I think there's some mechanism that if like they, you don't answer subpoenas, like the House Ways and Means or the House Judiciary Committee can literally arrest you. Yes, so fucking that's true. show up and arrest him if he does not answer the subpoena. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're something. seeing it play do out right now. the things you can do that Mitch McConnell would do if he were in your position. Yeah, we're seeing all of that play out right now. And Jerry Nadler did say that he's not a pu- like he's going to use all the full force of the House's subpoena power. Well, so I let's hope get he does. to it. All right. I think that brings us to the end. Yes. Uh, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Betches.